Welcome to the city of Miramar's Business Connect, where we connect your business to what's important. Today, we will be discussing uh, how, to, how to make your business foundationally sound, even through the pandemic that we're going through now. Is your business ready? And we have our guest panelists today with us. We have attorney and counselor at law, Mr. Thomas Sadler. Hey, Johnny, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? You know, Tom, starting a business or even weathering this post-pandemic with businesses, um, it can be a little bit frustrating and challenging. And making the right decisions is um, especially important these days. I mean, if you're starting a business, you want to know um, what kind of business, what kind of audience you want to target. You want to know the right suppliers to can contact with. You may want to know what business entities that you use that best fit your business and applying the taxes, the appropriate taxes for your base, for your business. And even when you're going through the post um, pandemic, how, what are my obligations for my employees? What are my obligations for myself and for my other business partners? All of those questions can come and pick a, play a great part in how we conduct businesses. And I think most business owners, Tom, um, place that on their to-do list, the least important thing, which is actually the most important thing, is legal documentation. Would you be correct on that? Would I be correct on that? Yeah, Johnny, I, I think it's, uh, and, and thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I, I know, you know, you think you're exactly right that right now we're facing some really challenging times for uh, for business owners. Um, and, and certainly the, the, the business environment is, is shifting every day. Um, you know, it, it certainly is presenting a lot of challenges to a lot of people. I mean, certainly there's a lot of people that are, you know, trying to keep their business up and running, uh, trying to keep their employees paid, trying to, uh, you know, trying to keep the rent paid, trying to keep up with the, uh, with the bills and, and all of the things that you normally have to deal with with the business. But then when we have the, uh, the pandemic with various closures and various business requirements and various regulations that you have to deal with, um, it's uh, it, it's just extraordinarily difficult and there's extraordinary challenges. Um, and then you have the other side of the equation, which is, you know, certain people that are are in, in difficult situations with their jobs that may consider leaving their job and and trying to start a business in this environment as well. Um, and, and then there's still other folks that are in a business and maybe looking to partner with other businesses or are looking for ways to, you know, to sort of find those economies of scale where they, they might try to to combine their business or look for partnership opportunities or, or look for ways to, to restructure in order to respond to some of the challenges they have out there right now. Exactly, Tom. I've run into a couple of business owners where I've talked to and they're in one business that is not, um, may not, their projection of their business is not gonna survive this post um, pandemic. And they're now rethinking what should they do next? And some of them are planning and, and anticipating opening other businesses, which is why I would love to have you on the show if people are going to do that. And what we call in our era today, reinvent yourself. Right. <laughs> what are the proper things to do for your business? And if you are surviving, how can you survive with your businesses and stay um, foundationally um, sound with your, with your business, even through the pandemic? And I think you are the right person to bring about certain documentation that we may need and some oversights that business owners have a tendency to overlook 
um, it's important documents. I've heard you speak on many occasions and it's, and it's, you have a wealth of information for businesses to survive a pandemic or to even restart a business in a pandemic. Well, and, and that's and those are great points as well, Johnny, because it's it's one of those things that I think a lot of times when people are, are in the, uh, you know, the first blush of starting a business, probably the last thing you're thinking about are are kind of the details are, are it's left till, till the end. And that's something we'll catch up on. But, you know, it, it's very good to start with your your foundation and get that stuff together at the beginning. And, you know, for all we're talking about the pandemic and the challenges that we have out there, you know, some of what we have is, is an opportunity as well, because it might give you a chance to sit down and really focus on that business plan and focus on those things that you need. So, so maybe you can check off a few of those boxes that you know you might not have done before, but go back and look at your business and say, do I have these certain documents? Do I have these certain structures? Have I thought about these sort of elements of my business and, and whether they're in the, in the, proper, uh, the proper place? Exactly, exactly, Tom. So um, I'm ready. And I know our listening audience and our viewing audience is ready for you to share this valuable and important information that will help businesses survive through the pandemic as they reopen and others to um, help them and guide them in a possibility of reopening and restarting another business. So, Johnny, what, I, what I've done is I've thrown together, a, pulled together a PowerPoint presentation with, and I've tried to touch on some of these points as far as some of the uh, some of the challenges that people might be facing and, and some of the ways that they might they might address them. Our employees, how we're dealing with our contracts, how we're dealing with partnerships, or maybe how we're dealing with a, a startup situation. If we're going from, you know, an employment situation into a situation where you know, I, I'm I'm going to take that leap and and start the business now that I'm I'm facing these challenges or or what have you. Maybe it is the time that somebody goes out and says, "Hey, I'm going to start that business and and make that happen." So, all right, fantastic. And just the uh, the requisite disclaimer: I just want uh, anybody in the audience to know that basically we're what we're offering here today is is not legal advice as such. We're uh, we're you know throwing out these points for. For kind of general information so as far as applying that to the specific circumstances of what anybody might be facing uh certainly we we suggest that they consult legal professionals reach out to an attorney or their financial or tax advisors so so any of what we're presenting here today don't take that as as specific legal advice for your situation to to sort of run out and and it doesn't create a uh, create an attorney client relationship with sadler law or or myself as an attorney All right, if you just want to jump to the next slide there. So the, the business survival during a pandemic. I mean, right now we're we're just as we discussed, we're we're facing these extraordinary circumstances. And certainly they're they're never before circumstances. I mean, certain businesses are shutting down in ways that that they never have been shut down before. And of course, that's that's creating extraordinary circumstances for uh for people to to try to keep the doors open, to try to keep the customers in, to to try to keep in, in contact with the customers. Um so that's something that we're you know, you're continually dealing with on an extended basis. And I, I guess now we're going into the fifth or, or sixth month of this pandemic with, uh, you know, shutdowns and opens up and, and you know, different uh, trips to the hospital and hospitalizations and, and even people that are, you know, facing, uh, facing you know, the, the, the ultimate fatalities and, and trips to the hospital and, and losing family members. So it's really a, really a very difficult, difficult time for, for a lot of folks there. 
So that, that's kind of the, the, the environment that we're in. And certainly the small businesses are, are really taking it on the chin because they, they don't have the deep pockets and they, they right. don't have the, uh, the huge resources available to them that maybe a larger business organization would. So they, they've got to be very fast on their feet and, uh, and, and looking for every opportunity. So you can switch to the next slide there. So this trying to deal with the uh, the various business obligations and the contracts and the things that, that come up and trying to trying to plan your business. So the limits of this presentation is, of course, I, I'm a Florida licensed attorney, so I, um, I I only do business in Florida and I'm only sort of able to advise on on what's happening in Florida. I mean, certainly the general topics we'll talk about are you know, are applicable to sort of general business across the board. Um, but you do need to know that, that there are specific circumstances that you may have related to, you know, your employment contracts, your, your residential or commercial leases, or your, you know, your real estate contracts or your insurance contracts. And some of those will be driven by the jurisdiction that you're in. You know, certainly if you're in Florida, Florida law would apply, but some people run businesses that are, uh, you know, go across state lines or, or you may be in another state picking up this podcast. So, you know, certainly that'll uh, that'll apply. And, and you do need to make sure that you're, you're getting the sort of right legal advice for the uh, for the place where you are. Um, what we're not really going to address so much is, is specific lawsuits that may involve in employees or our customers who have claimed to have gotten sick because they were in your business or are at your location. Right, right. We'll have to be a topic for a for another day or another uh, another time. Um, and certainly the, the regulatory requirements and some of those things, that's, that's going to go beyond the scope of, of what we're talking about today. Um, the applications for federal and, and state relief programs, which certainly are things that, that your listeners are going to want to be looking out for, um, but that goes a little bit beyond the scope of what we'll talk about today. So I'm going to flip to the next slide. So your business survival strategy, first off, you know, don't give up. Don't get stressed out, so stressed out that you're uh, you're to the point where you can't make a decision, or you're overanalyzing everything, or you're you're just so overwhelmed by it that it's almost you you know you're sticking your head in the sand and just hoping it all goes away and waiting for you know something to change. I mean the the fact of the matter is you need to stay calm, you need to assess the situation, and you need to work on developing that plan. And and when I say developing a plan, it doesn't need to be you know three loose leaf binders and you know leaf tabs and and all sorts of uh, all sorts of you know supporting materials. What I'm talking about with a plan is just trying to sit down with a sheet of paper and address those things that are most important now. Get something down on a piece of paper and come up with a strategy to move forward. Um, you know, part of that plan, you're going to want to find those resources that are out there that are readily available. Um, you're going to want to communicate with those people that you're that you're dealing with. You're going to want to keep your uh, your employees in the loop customers, your suppliers, um, and you're going to want to, you know, be in touch with those professionals who support you, like your, uh, your, uh, your accountants and your lawyers and the, uh, the folks out there who you rely on to, to keep your business going. And as I've mentioned, you know, for as much as we talk about the downside of a pandemic, you know, there are opportunities that are going to present that may very well put your business in a, a very different, uh, you know, take you in a different direction that you never thought of before. And, and you know, quite frankly, may open up opportunities that, that weren't there before. So, you know, use that time that you have available now to, to sort of get those things done that you may not have had time to do before. So, and jump to the next slide. <clears throat> 
So you're really in a, a crisis planning and, and, you know, as a crisis, you're, you're going to want to, you know, not get too stressed out about it, but at the same time, action is going to be important. You're going to need that action and that crisis strategy plan. And again, focus on having a short plan. If you can keep it to one page, try to keep it to one page, hit those boiler, hit those, uh, those bullet points, put down a plan and start acting on it. So the first priority I'd suggest for most business owners are, are, you know, folks in business trying to keep a business open is, you know, it's going to be paying the bills. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is the lease or the rent. Uh, what, what are your options for being able to deal with your lease and, and your rent and, and being able to keep the lights on and the doors open and the, the roof overhead there? Um, you know, for as challenging it, as it is, um, you do have, again, those opportunities. I mean, everybody's in this situation together nobody's avoiding it from the biggest company down to the smallest company you know they're all facing the issue of can we keep our can we pay the rent this month um and landlords are facing that as well so it yeah. does present that opportunity to if you have issues if you're having a challenge you want to communicate with your uh with the person that's providing your lease with your landlord you want to talk to them and and see what you're able to do and see what they're able to do for you perhaps it's renegotiating a lease perhaps it's it's putting off some payments um because you know, quite frankly, for a lot of landlords, you know, they're going to want to keep a store up and running in their in their in their, uh, in their property. They're, they're not going to necessarily want to to lose you because there's not a lot of people behind right. you that are looking to move into that store right now. So so, you know, there's the opportunity to, you know, rather than just not paying the rent or not paying the lease or, or ignoring it, reach out to your landlord and, and see what you're able to do there and, and start that communication going early. Um, the other people you want to reach out to, certainly your employees, um, they're, they're going to be worried. They're going to be concerned about what's happening. And, you know, sometimes as an employer, you're going to have difficult decisions to make. But, you know, better to make those decisions sooner and to communicate those decisions to your employees rather than trying to uh, trying to avoid them. Um, your suppliers, same thing. You want to, you know, you want to hear from them as far as are they able to provide the goods and the services that you need to keep your business going? Um, and, and are we going to be able to pay for it? Are you going to be able to sell it on the other side? So having those lines of communications open are, are going to be important. And of course, your creditors and investors are, are going to want to know where you are with your business. So, you know, very important, again, using that time that you might have now to start those discussions going and, and get out in front of that. Um, great thing to think about with your plan is what is essential to your business? What needs to be done now? What do you need to do to stay open? you know, today, tomorrow, and, and beyond the pandemic, so. Um, um, quick yes. question for you. Um, what, if there's, what if there's a business with a, a, a joint venture partnership? Um, how does that look when, say, one of, the per, one of the entities in that contractual agreement says, you know, I'm ready to throw in a towel, I don't want to do this anymore, and one is trying to make heads or tails of this and keep this business going? How does that look from a legal aspect? And if I could, if I could leave that for just a little later, I do address okay, that. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. Uh, I'm jumping that. ahead. That's a great <laughs> question. That's one of those things I really do want to touch on because it's one of the things okay. that you know businesses really run into most often when you have multiple partners out there. Okay. As far as you know, they may have very different ideas of of what they right. want to do. So let me just wrap up this card and we'll go to that on okay. a Perfect. more slide. Okay. But but. You know, your, your, your next thing in your crisis plan you want to really look at is that budget. Again, what does your budget look like? What do your cash flows look like? What kind of money do you have coming in? And doing those projected uh, pro forma income sheets, your, uh, your cash flows, 
your balance sheet. You really want to, to have those you know, tight and, and know what's happening there and really focus on those changes in revenue and those changes that you're going you're gonna to need to implement to reduce those costs and what your payment priorities are going to be. Like, what do you need to absolutely pay in full? What do you need to pay partially? What can you work out with your creditors as far as uh, maybe I can pay this a little bit later or maybe we can uh, pay a, a portion of it? And again, having those discussions with your uh, with your yeah. suppliers, with your employees, with with the folks who you deal with every day is is important. Uh, next slide, Jim. So the, the the other flip side of that is going to be financing, and and there's you know trying to keep the doors open. Obviously, a lot of times can be dependent on having money come in, and what can help you through it is your if your income is down a little bit, you know certainly having a source of finance can be a you know, a lifeline. And I know a lot of the government agencies, whether it's local agencies and local local organizations like City of Miramar, are the state of Florida, are Broward County, are, uh, are the federal government through the SBA and some of the programs that are out there. It's worth right now getting online, Googling a lot of that, and trying to figure out what the business assistance out there that you qualify for. Um, you know, the SBA has its Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program. Um, there are debt relief programs, there are bridge loans, there are minority and dis disadvantaged business assistance programs. Um, the, the, the PPP program that's out there, the Paycheck Protection Program, right. there's a lot of resources right now, and those resources are moving pretty fast. So, you know, having your, uh, having your finances together, having your, um, having your business records, having your accounting and, and bookkeeping up to date is all very important for being able to move on some of those programs and being able to take advantage of those programs so that you might be able to access some of that financing that'll that'll bridge you over these difficult times, keep your doors open and and help you move in the direction you need to move into. Uh, yeah, Tom, also, Tom, it's very important, I guess, for businesses to make sure that all their um, legal, that all their documentations for their business is available for these funding. I find a lot of the small businesses that I go to they don't have all the information they need, all the paperwork they need to even apply for SBA loans and for debt relief and for minority and disadvantages programs that they have available for them um, because they don't have the paperwork in order. I think it's very important to make sure that they have that paperwork in order so when it's time to file for those things and go after those grants, they are readily prepared for it. Yeah, Johnny, I really can't stress that enough because that, that's one of those things that being able to go after these programs, a lot of them are moving pretty fast and the money's available when the money's available. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not in a position to, to jump on that and, and send the paperwork out that needs to be sent out, you're going to be at a real disadvantage and, and you may yes. miss some opportunities. So, again, I've stressed this, the communication, that, that's probably the most important thing that you're really going to have to do is, you know, you, you can't ignore these problems. You can't just wait until everything winds down or you can't wait till a solution comes its way. Being proactive, taking action, getting that plan in place and then starting to execute on it is essential. And communicating that plan to your customers, to your employees, to your suppliers, to your creditors and lenders, that's all going to be essential to, uh, you know, to making a lot of the, uh, to, to getting through and, and bridging through this, uh, this pandemic. Um, and keeping the lines of communication open too, because you know a lot of what's happening is we're not necessarily in the office, we're not meeting with people, we're not necessarily doing things the way we used to do it. So you're going to be looking for new ways to communicate. I know just today we had a we had a little challenge getting up and running because we have this new Zoom thing and the WebEx and the different databases are the different right. 
you know, the different communications and, you know, it's not all telephone anymore and it's not meeting with people. A lot of it's using Zoom or WebEx or some of the uh, new platforms that are out there. So, you know, and, and also not really being able to meet face to face so easily these days, you know, so it's it's important that we we make sure that we are in touch with those people and, and that we're, uh, we're, we're communicating with them regularly and that we're anticipating the problems and, and seeking the solutions and, and having the, uh, the open lines of communication. Right. Uh, you want to hit the next slide? So again, I, and I mentioned that looking for the opportunities, uh, you know, to, to, to throw out a, an overused quote from Winston Churchill, never let a good crisis go to waste. And, you know, <laughs> certainly this can be a good time to really review and revise that business model. Maybe there were some things you wanted to do. And, you know, when, when business is, is, is running fast and, and you've got a lot of things coming in the door and a lot of things going on, it's tough to, to review and revise your business model. But now maybe you have a little bit of time to to think through that and, and see if there's some new business you can go after or, you know, look for some uh, some new opportunities that are out there. You know, one of the things that's happening with a lot of businesses is suddenly they're looking at, you know, I've got big office space. Do I need all of this office space? You know, can I go to a more virtual office structure? Can I use a, a work at home structure? Um, mm -hmm. How much of the, uh, you know, how much of that am I going to really need going forward? And, and how much can we do from a, a more lean and, uh, and uh, sort of stripped down kind of a kind of structure for our office. Um, another thing is evaluation of your competition. You know, your competitors are facing the exact same challenge as you are. You know, a, a lot of businesses are, are not going to make it through this and, and that may, you know, unfortunately for them, but for, for your business that may open up some opportunities, you know, that, that may open up some access to some customers that, that you may not have been able to touch before. So that's a, uh, you know, something to, to really be looking out for and, and being that lean business that's able to, uh, to, to go out there after some new opportunities. Um, and certainly the new products and the services and the new needs that, that, yeah. that need to be met in this new environment. So um, looking towards our next slide there. Okay, so starting a business. So, so some folks will find themselves in a, a completely startup situation where maybe you've worked for a company for a number of years and maybe you were thinking of going out on your own, um, but you know, didn't really do it because you know, the job was there and you were working and things were going along mm -hmm. okay. But I think some people, Johnny, are gonna find themselves in circumstances where you know, the, the business just didn't make it. The business that they were working for as an, as an employee just wasn't making it. And, and now maybe they wanna take a stab at you know, this is the time that I'm going to go out and try to start that business and, and try to move in the direction of, you know, working for myself and, mm -hmm. and trying to uh, trying to work in the direction of, of fulfilling that dream. Um, and there, there's a number of things that, that, you know, obviously it's it's a little bit too big for this uh, for this one session to uh, to get into exactly what it takes to to get into business and, and to start a business. But, you know, some of the things that you're going to be looking for when you start a business is what's your structure going to be? How's your business going to be structured? Are you going to be a corporation? Are you going to be an LLC? How are your taxes going to be handled? What kind of tax structure are you going to have? Are you going to be a, a, a corporation? Are you going to be a, a subchapter S corporation? Um, how are the taxes going to pass through to you know your personal return? So there's a lot of things that you need to work out there. A lot of it's in your on the accounting side. So you need to be looking towards who's going to be advising you on the accounting. But you also need to look at the legal structure of your business too, as far as you know what's uh, What's your business look like from a legal perspective? What's your liability? How are you going to yes. how are you going to manage liability? Um, those are the sort of things that you know sometimes folks may not may not look as closely at when they first start out, but they can become big problems if you uh, if you haven't given some thought to that. Um, 
Johnny, you threw out the idea of, uh, of partners and, and joint right. ventures and, and working with other people. Um, you know, that can be a very big challenge. And it's, you know, it, it, it's the, it's the uh, civil equivalent of getting married. So you're, you're, you're really, you know, it, it, it's, you're, you're working with this person. Right. You're, you're, you're getting very engaged in, uh, you know, in finances together. And, and a lot of times you have to be on the same page with that, uh, with those partners and understand exactly what everybody expects out of the business. And, and that can be a real challenge. And now take that back to the two slides to the communication that having that communication, having that, uh, you know, having that understanding with all of the partners that are involved is important. And one of the things that I think 98% of your businesses out there give short shrift to is, you know, with our partnership, are we putting anything down on paper? Wow. If, if we don't have anything down on paper, how do we really know that we've, that we've done the right thing, that we're going in the right direction, that we've all kind of agreed on, on where we're going with this? Um, ownership structure, you know, who owns what? You know, a lot of times businesses start out and one person has some of the finances and another person has the expertise and still another person is a, a straight up investor. And, and how do you, you know, how do you resolve all of those structures and how do you, how do you make sure all of that's working together? Um, and depending on the business structure that you take, you know, your, your business organization and what kind of a documents you want to have there is going to be very different. Um, some businesses will choose to go without it, or maybe they won't even choose. They'll just ignore it and not really think too much about it. And if you do that, you know, it, it's not, it's not the end of the world, but it isn't the best way to go about it. What you end up then is if you say you start an LLC sort of corporation and you, you know, you file the documents, but you don't really have a, a business plan put together, you know, there's a default in the law that will basically control how your, uh, how your business operates. If there's a dispute, if you need to close the business, how that business is going to be wrapped up or how that business is going to address certain things, you know, is going to be controlled by statute rather than being controlled by maybe documents that you drafted that fit your specific purpose a little bit better. So. Yeah, so those are some of the things that you want to think about when you're starting a business and, and how you're structuring that business. Um, you know, just a simple question of ownership. You know, how much of your business do you own? Do you own 10, 10%? Do you own 20%? Do you own 100%? How do you prove that you own that business? You know, all of these sort of things that come up that, you know, may seem like obvious questions, but a lot of times are, are a lot more complicated once you, you start digging down into them. And again, a lot of times they're the they're the crossing the T's and dotting the I's sort of thing that when we're starting up a business, we don't necessarily focus on that as much because we're, we're in the, uh, in the heat of the moment, we're trying to get the product out the door or trying to, you know, trying to get the food on the table or trying to, you know, get the door open to the restaurant every day, but not necessarily thinking about some of these other details that, that are very important. Uh, so, so our next, uh, our next slide is, uh, you know, some of the challenges when you're actually starting and, and then running that business during the, the pandemic, you know, what are your obligations? What do you have to do as far as, you know, meeting obligations to other people? You're going to have certain contracts, which are going to give you contractual obligations to do certain things. And those contracts are going to, you know, you're going to run into disputes during those contracts on, on occasion. Um, you know, we, we already discussed some of what's happening with, uh, with your rental, with your yeah. lease, with your landlord, you know, what, what's happening with, with that? Um, how is that being changed? And, you know, are you calling him and, and your landlord's giving you the, uh, you know, saying, okay, yeah, it's fine to miss a couple, a couple weeks or a couple months of rent, but do you have that in writing? Is that, you know, is that how long are you going to be able to, are you going to have a, 
You know, are you going to have an eviction that might be facing you after the pandemic? You know, those are the sort of things that that you want to give some thought to and, and you want to really be communicating. Um, taxes, how are your taxes being paid? Are they being paid during the uh, during the pandemic? Uh, paying your suppliers, um, receiving payments from customers, slow payments. So the, the flip side of, you know, the obligations that you have, others have obligations to you. Um, are you requiring that people still pay on a, you know, with a 10 day turnaround? Are you letting some of those receivables slip for a few uh, for a few months or, or a few weeks or, you know, what, what's the, uh, what's going to be the plan for doing that? And, and what's going to be your, uh, you know, what, what's going to be your security as far as if you have said to your customers, yeah, well, it's fine if you, 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 I've done this service and you can pay me a little bit later, but when is later going to be? And, you know, at, at what point do you start getting more aggressive with your collections? Those, those sort of things that are a big challenge right now during a pandemic. So, uh, and the resolution of disputes. I mean, that, that's one of the biggest challenges that you're going to have is, is trying to resolve these disputes and trying to, to do it in a friendly way. And, you know, certainly we can, actually, if you can move to the next slide there, Jen. Thanks. So one of the things that I encourage my, my, uh, my clients is, you know, we, we need to think in practical terms. I mean, certainly in, in any circumstance, thinking in practical terms is, is important. And, and there's a lot of folks who get very, you know, very lawsuit happy and they, they want to sue or they want to, you know, they're, they're going to enforce their rights and they get very, uh, you know, very aggressive about it. But, you know, certainly even in the best of circumstances, lawsuits can be challenging, you know, as far as, you know, if, if you're getting sued by somebody, or if you're turning around to sue somebody, you know, certainly legal services and, and charges can be expensive. So, you know, thinking in practical terms about resolving those conflicts, you know, how much money can you save by, you know, going into mediation or, you know, even before you get to mediation, by just, you know, again, going back to that communication, going back to that trust relationship that you have with somebody, you know, you can save a lot of time, money, effort, and heartache and preserve your business relationships for after the pandemic by being reasonable, by, you know, by anticipating the problems and, and then reaching out to people and trying to uh, trying to work through those problems without, you know, getting, uh, you know, getting too overly aggressive. Um, and, and the other thing to understand is that, again, you're you're in a pandemic environment. So if somebody owes you money, they may simply not have it. And, and that may be just the circumstance. And it's the sort of blood through, from a stone sort of uh, sort of position that you may find yourself in. So no matter how much litigation you do, sometimes it may be difficult to, uh, you know, to get any kind of resolution to it beyond, you know, beyond an agreement to, you know, try to do the right thing as we move through this. So you can move to the next one there, John. So it just, we, we certainly always suggest that the dispute resolution and, and you know, before, uh, you know, if you're not able to, if you're not able to, if you're not able to resolve it in a, uh, in an amicable fashion at first with, uh, you know, with, with just talking it out, you know, maybe you look towards arbitration or maybe you look towards mediation and trying to bring in a third party that would really sit down and uh, and try to help you find, you know, a common ground and and move beyond that. Um, of course, doing this sort of thing in a in a pandemic can can be a real challenge. But you know, these are the sort of things that you may want to look to before uh, before jumping into the uh, the legal action to to enforce a contract or or before you know somebody throws a legal action at you. So move to the next slide there. Thanks. Uh, so initially, though, you, you do want to work to make sure you're preserving your rights in, in obviously any dispute. You want to make sure that you've, you've gathered your contracts and, 
and you've assessed the obligations that you have out there. You know, you do want to notify your customers. You do want to keep your uh, employees updated. And a lot of times just having that information out there and, and letting folks know if you're facing challenges are, you know, communicating to folks the other way that, you know, trying to figure out whether they're having challenges meeting their obligations to you. Again, it's that communications that that is is really invaluable as far as trying to uh, trying to work through this before, you know, bringing in third parties before getting in court before, you know, getting pulled into litigation. So and uh, jump to the next slide there, please. Um, so documents to review and the sort of things that you're going to be uh, you're going to be looking at, you know, certainly there there's. Uh, Certainly, there's a lot of uh, a lot of leases that you're going to have. There's there's riders that are going to be there. There's all sorts of documents that you're coming into to contact with all the time. And you know, having those documents in order and having all of that available is going to be essential for for protecting your rights and and for for kind of keeping your uh, your business on a uh, on an even keel. Um, you know, what are the termination of rights? What are your cancellations? Um, you know, how how do those things really affect your business? Um, and there's even, you know, a lot of the more complicated contracts that you'll get into are the, um, you know, your insurance policies. You know, do you have a one thing to think about in a pandemic is, uh, you know, if you're taking losses or if you're losing things or if the pandemic's had an adverse effect on your business, is it covered by an insurance policy that you might have out there, some kind of business protection? And if you don't have that business protection, is that something you're going to want to look towards in the uh, in the future? So. Um, you know, some of the contracts you might have, like in your lease, you may have a, a force majeure cause or an act of God cause that, you know, maybe if we have a pandemic and your business is shut down, well, maybe that gives you the option for getting out of a lease. Uh, maybe that allows you to, to, to move away from that or to renegotiate something with your, uh, with your landlord. Um, these are the sort of things that you, you may want to be looking at for, you know, a little bit of relief out there or, or a way to kind of negotiate through some of the challenges you might be facing. So can move to the next slide. Okay. All right. So, and, and again, focusing on the possible and, and the practical, you, you really want to look at those practical resolutions and, and what can you get done now? I mean, certainly the pandemic puts us in a situation where we, um, we have the opportunity to negotiate. And again, everybody's facing the circumstance that the same circumstance. So, you know, folks that might not have been willing to negotiate in the past may be willing to come to the table and, and negotiate or modify an agreement or, or look in a different direction of, you know, where you, uh, where you might go with that relationship or how you might modify that agreement. So, you know, again, looking for those opportunities that are, that are out there and, and focusing on, on the possible and the practical as opposed to how we'd like it to be. Uh, you know, dealing with the way it is now and 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 working beyond that. So, hit the next slide there, please. So, um, so Tom, oh, before I go to the next slide, um, so when you are focusing on the possibilities of the practicalities of lease agreements, um, and you're talking about negotiations and and talking it through with the landlord, could one of those possibilities be as as if the landlord has a a smaller square foot um, space that is less than cost per month? that could be negotiated as, as, as far as the negotiation you're talking about? Could that be part of that? Uh, of course, sure, trying to, trying to move in that direction or trying to move towards, uh, towards getting that, um, you know, getting a different lease or getting a different lease structure or maybe just having, right. you know, paying less for the, the space that you have. Right. I mean, right now, landlords are facing the difficulty of their, 
as far as uh, residential leases for, for folks that are in the residential leasing, you know, right now you can't do an eviction. There, there's a moratorium on evictions through the end of through the uh, through the end of this month, um, and that's been in place for the better part of three or four months now. You know, that faces a uh, difficult challenges for the uh, for the landlord who you know relies on the money coming in to pay the taxes and to pay the different bills that he has there. Um, but at the same time, you know, folks who have lost their jobs and and can't afford to pay rent, you know, it it, it pays to really try to try to come to a, a meeting of the mind between those two, right. the landlord who needs to have his, his, you know, his rent paid and the, the, uh, the employee or the, uh, the, 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 the tenant who needs to, uh, you know, needs that space and, and needs it to, to recover and move forward. I mean, those are the things that, you know, again, that communication and talking back and forth and trying to work towards some resolution right. is, is um, so, so planning your negotiation strategy, you know, again, reviewing the contract and knowing what's out there. And then having the prior communications about the contract with, you know, whether it's the supplier, whether it's the, uh, whether it's the landlord, whether it's the even, you know, your insurance company or a claim that you might need to file, you know, having all the paperwork, having that contract in front of you and understanding it is, is essential. Um, and then figuring out what your, uh, you know, what your counterparty's perspective is. You know, if you're if you're a landlord, you're worried about getting the rent. If you're a, if you're a tenant, you're worried about being able to stay in there or whether you can pay the rent or you know what that rent's going to look like if you can't pay for two or three months you know are you are you going to get kicked out of there that's you know the, the challenge that you have and again going back to that communication and setting up that negotiation strategy so that you can you know get the most the best possible outcome that that keeps your business moving in the right direction uh, you can hit the next slide please and so other things to consider you know certainly the insurance i, I mentioned that a little bit we touched on it you know, do you have insurance that might cover some of the losses that you have out there? You know, some of the uh, some of the policies do have a business provision in there for, uh, you know, if you, if you do hit a bump in the road. So you may want to look at that. You may want to talk to your insurance agent about, you know, do you have a possible claim or, or something that might help you help you to bridge the gap there? And, and again, these folks are, are are people that are going to want to work with you because, you know, the pandemic will eventually end and it will be over. And, you know, the, the goodwill that you build up now is is definitely something that's going to going to pay dividends in the future. Um, we touched on a little bit the, the new contracts. Can you, you you renegotiate some of the contracts that you might have or some of the agreements you might have with your uh, with your suppliers, with your customers? You may be able to come up with some uh, some new structures or some some better ways to uh, to, uh, to to work that relationship. Um, and and the news and updates. I mean, staying on top of the regulations you have. I mean, mm -hmm. certainly, you know, the new regulatory structures that are out there and the new rules that you have in the, in this pandemic environment. Um, I think just uh, you know, it's got to be overwhelming for the restaurant owner or the uh, the person that owns a business where people are coming into. Just your your point of sale and your point of contact having to put up screens in front of all of your uh, all of your cash registers are, you know, enforcing whether people are wearing masks and. And making sure your employees are protected and, and having that PPE gear is, is you know, is essential. And, and a lot of times there's regulatory uh, regulatory concerns as well that you have new health inspections and new codes that you have to comply with. So all of it is is very essential that you, you be on top of that and and really be on the uh, on the Internet and and checking in with the various regulatory bodies. And you hit the next slide. So and that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, I tried to throw some uh, some additional resources up there as far as what might be out there. I mean, certainly the city of Miramar has a has a number of resources through your office there, Johnny. Um, yes, your chamber of commerces can be a, a wonderful source of a uh, source of information and, and source of a uh, 
source of guidance. Uh, the, the U.S. Small Business Administration, um, the state of Florida, uh, your local government agencies, your uh, your county agencies, they're all there to, uh, they're all looking to help and they're all looking to, you know, keep your business and, and keep you moving in the right direction and and keep your, uh, help, help you to keep your head above water in these challenging times. Well, Tom, we thank you so much because you have just um, poured out a lot of important and valuable information for um, business owners who are struggling with reopening the pandemic and this pandemic that we're suffering through and others who have decided, you know what, it's a great opportunity for me to now start my own business. Um, you've given us a lot of, you've given us a lot of information that is, that is going to be very helpful for them to start their new venture in whatever way it goes. Um, it's inevitable. Every business is not going to make it out of this. We know that. It's sad to say it, say it um, but reality sets in. Every business is not going to make it. Um, that doesn't mean that they give up. It means it's time to put our bootstraps on, reinvent ourselves, think about what we can do, think about what things that are available to us, all those resources. It's like you said before, stay informed of what's going on around you. Um, also, making sure that you're taking notes to um, you're, you're talking it over with your landlord, you're talking over with, with your creditors, making sure that you're making a, a communication with them and keeping an open communication with them to make sure that you can negotiate things that can keep you running for as long as you can. Those are great, those are great opportunities for our business to take advantage of. And I'd like to say today that um, there's hope, even in a pandemic. And what you're saying is that you have to communicate. You have to stay up. You have to stay on top of things, but most important, don't give up. Don't be so quick. Don't be so quick to give up. So we thank you for that, Tom. I appreciate the time, Johnny, and, and great to be here with you today. No problem at all. Glad to have you here. Um, on another note, um, for all our business owners out there, the the 2020 census is out there. Make time to have your employees complete. The census. The census results are very, very important. What they do for us, it's hundreds and billions of dollars that are federal funding that comes into these can you come into your communities. And the results of your, your census controls and, and it, how you operate your sub, your way, your highways being built, construction work going on, subways, transit systems. It also provides means for um, for other businesses and for other organizations such as child abuse and housing for elderly. It also helps with wild, restoring wildlife. It, re, it, re, it helps in every aspect of your community. And understand this business owners, that if your community thrives, so will your business. So again, thank you for, enjoying, thank you for joining us today. My name is Johnny Douglas, I'm your host, and we want you to stay Connect. Thanks, Johnny.